God bless you, family. Hope you are having an amazing day. This is Nate with the If Nothing Else podcast. Before we dive into today's talk, I really want to just say thank you to everyone who took a moment to listen to the first episode, to add me on Instagram, but more importantly, those of you who who reached out and offered some just messages of encouragement, of support, and just to see how in this short amount of time, how God has been able to use this content to help people is is humbling. It's It's exactly what I wanted it to be, and I'm so glad that I was able to start this. So moving forward, I want you to be able to look out to, for one podcast a week. That's the goal. Preferably, I'm, I'm trying to do this on Mondays. As you can see, it's it's Tuesday that you're getting this, and I'll explain why you're hearing it on a Tuesday. But as time as time progresses, hopefully, I'll be able to put out maybe a couple a week. But for now, um, Mondays, early mornings, and you know, if if you have feedback, I'd love to hear. You have all my information in in the link. In, uh, in the bio of my Instagram, you can find all of that. So please reach out to me. So when it comes to this podcast, really, I never thought it would be as challenging as it's been, as humbling as it's been. You know, I never wanted this to be fake motivation or to put something out, hoping hoping that I would get a response or for it to resonate with people. Yet it wasn't something that, that I was that I wasn't living. And, and that's what I kind of dealt with yesterday, right? I had this moment where I felt like I wasn't being authentic with what I was putting out. So the, the episode that was supposed to come out yesterday was, was regarding the power of perspective. And it's something that I talk about a lot. And I thought, you know what? A lot of people resonated with this in the past. They like it. I get a lot of laughs. Um, it's, it's something that seems to engage people. And, and it, it really talks about how different people interpret situations, hardships, trials differently and how choosing a perspective is really what that is. It's a decision. It's a choice, but it can be so powerful because it can change your life. And, and yeah, that seems like a great concept, right? And, I'm, and maybe one day I'll put that out there. But the reason why I, I couldn't press send and send it on, on, on my podcast is because that day I wasn't living it. I had a very difficult day mentally, and I'll be honest with you, I had a horrible perspective. I woke up late. Um, I didn't accomplish what I wanted to do the day before, and it kind of compounded into my into my Sunday. Um, I was lazy, lethargic. I didn't end up going to church. I slept in, uh, and, and really, my mind was just going in a thousand different ways of self-doubt, maybe negative body images. There was just just so many things that I was thinking about and my day was shot. I didn't accomplish anything that I wanted to do. And it felt wrong putting out a podcast about having a positive perspective when that day my mindset was trash. And really, I want this space, this platform to just bleed authenticity. If I'm not feeling something that day or if if I'm not living it, I don't want to put that out. I was I'm I'm hoping that in this even introduction to what we're about to talk about, you can realize that in your brokenness, in your real authentic self, you still can influence people. And in most cases, it is that realness. It is that ability to to relate with people, to connect with people. That's when you're going to influence the most. They don't 
People don't want to see somebody who's perfect all the time, who's got it figured out, who just talks about how great life is because you can't resonate with that. You can't connect with that because life is tough. There are going to be moments where you don't have a positive mindset. And especially now with what we've gone through in the last year, people more than ever need to know, hey, I validate what you've gone through. I validate that life is tough, especially now. But you know what? You don't have to stay there. You can pick yourself up. And maybe you go. You used to go three to four days of having a negative mindset. Now you only go one. Now, now you, you've shortened the amount of time where you've had that trash mentality like I had yesterday. And now I'm feeling much better. And what I want to do, hopefully, is provide you with a means to be able to have that positive mindset to what the Bible talks about in renewing your mind. So I want to give you a couple Bible verses that helped me in this last day in, in getting back on track in, in being able to say, you know what? I had a bad day, but that doesn't have to bleed into the rest of my week. So I want to read to you Romans 12 verses. Let's go from verses one, one and two. Okay. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. I really want to focus on this idea of renewing your mind, to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The beginning of, of verse two says, do not conform to the pattern of this world. Well, what is, what is the pattern of this world? The pattern of this world is anything that goes against God's perfect nature. <laughs> so if you think about that, that's, that's kind of heavy, right? Our world system is countercultural to exactly what Jesus wanted life to be, wanted us to learn. So our mindset, the sins of this world, the, the way that we look at body image, the way that we look at success, the way that we look at abundance is completely in opposition to how God views it. So the patterns of this world, our job is to be able to switch our mindset to what the Bible talks about. And, and, and this is going to be faith-based. I'm, I'm just going to lay that disclaimer out here. When it, when it comes to my mindset, and how I view the world, it is shaped by my faith, right? By my world view. So when I look at how, how the world sees success, I have to change that idea of success according to what God views abundance and prosperity to be, right? So not conforming to how, how society should tell us how to act, how should society should tell us how to look at culture, that is what, this, what, what the Bible is saying. So not conforming to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So within this context, the renewal of your mind truly only comes from the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit um, resides in you the moment that you make the decision to become a, a disciple of Christ and that he is your Lord and Savior. At that moment, the Holy Spirit begins to have this renewal process in your mind, in your heart, to where you start you start thinking differently than, than the ways that you thought before. You start acting differently. You start treating people differently. 
And that's the work of the Holy Spirit. But catch this, catch this. We all have, those, those of you who are believers, we have the, the Holy Spirit within us. Yeah, we got that. But our flesh is still active. Our carnal nature is still active. So the emotions that we have, the yearnings for the things of this world, that will come up to surface sometimes, especially if we're not feeding our spirit. I have this, this idea in my mind. Try to picture this with me. I have this, uh, this idea of uh, moments when, when I feel my mentality or the world kind of caving in and, and I have negative thoughts. It's kind of like I've been feeding my carnal nature. I've been feeding my flesh and I've been starving my spirit man. So it's, it's at the point where my spirit is malnourished and my flesh is as big as a sumo wrestler. Now think of a, a small little boy trying to hold up a sumo wrestler and to defeat him. Eventually you will collapse. And in my life, I'm just speaking on, on my experiences. The moment that I, I stop feeding my spirit, I starve my spirit and I feed my flesh. I continue to fill my flesh up with what it wants, with ideas of what what the world thinks success is or, or how I how I should look at women or or what um what the world tells me how I should raise my children. That 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 stuff begins to bog down on me and then it, it kills my mental state. And spiritually I'm weak. My father has always told me, even since since I was a young boy, what you feed lives and what you starve dies. Very simple concept. Let's say it again. What you feed lives and what you starve dies. So when we when we go to the second part of that, that verse being transformed by the renewing of your mind, we recognize, yes, the Holy Spirit is the main factor in the transformation of how I look at this world. If I am a believer in Christ, how I look at this world is going to be completely different than when I was lost. But when the flesh starts to try to take control, I need to start thinking of different ways to combat that. And that's what I want to give you today. Three different tips on how to renew your mind. The first would be to reflect. Now, because I'm somebody who's always in my headspace, it can be a positive and a negative thing, right? I can think too much, but maybe sometimes my thinking allows me to grow. And I attribute that to reflection. I love the ability to take a step back and to think why. Why did I behave in this way? Why did this happen in this manner? How can I change? We, we always hear this saying, you live and you learn, right? We, we, we say, oh, you know what? He's young. She's young. She'll, she'll figure it out when she gets older. But that's not always the case. Y'all know of those, those family members that you got, those friends that you got that are 40s and their 50s, and sometimes they're even a little older who just haven't figured it out yet. They haven't learned from their mistakes. And John Dewey, an American philosopher, once said this, you don't learn from experience. You learn from reflection. You learn from thinking about, wow, I went through that. Why did I go through that? How can I avoid that in the future? So it's important to intentionally find time every single day to reflect. When I go back and I think about my Sunday, why did this take place? Why did I feel this way? It didn't just happen now. It could have stemmed back from how my, my Saturday took place. Things that I, were fe- that I was feeding in my mind that allowed me to get to where I was on that Sunday. So find time to reflect. For some of you, that's going to be writing in a journal. It could be speaking into your notes app on your phone. 
on your record app. It may just be starting a podcast like me, but find time to reflect so that you can learn from your experience. The second is to read. Now, I am an avid reader. I love the ability to to gain knowledge. If you ask me what's my most prized uh, physical possession, it's my books. Um, Veron Ash once said, Veron Ash is just an amazing, he was an amazing, amazing man of God. He said, your ministry and your life, uh, your life success is contingent upon what's on your bookshelf. So basically what you're filling yourself up with is going to make you successful or not. And books are an amazing way to learn from people in the past, from people currently who are, are writing on, on experiences. What I love about Ecclesiastes, it says there's nothing new under the sun. Everybody is dealing with similar situations and we can learn from each other. So you may be saying, Nate, I am not a reader. Okay. Well, you can download Audible. You can find free audio books on YouTube. You can look up YouTube videos that can help you. There, there are so many different things that you can help fill yourself up with, especially in this time. For me, it is always going back to scripture, to the promises of God. When I think about my current situation in the natural, I then have to think about what the Bible says on what is my eternal promise. Where is my perspective from a macro looking up on the, the spiritual promises that God has, has already uh, laid out and the Bible is amazing way to do that studying. And, and, and I want to, I want to uh, put a pin in it real, real quick. It's not just reading your Bible. It's studying your Bible, attempting to understand what's within it. Okay. So we got one would be to reflect two is to read. And then three is relationships. We hear this all the time in business. If you want to make more money, Surround yourself with people who make more money. If you want to be more successful, surround yourself with people that are are successful. The same thing goes for uh, the model when it comes to having a better mindset. If you want a better mindset, surround yourself with people who have a perspective that's going to allow you to be successful. And, and maybe one day we talk about the definition of success. I'm not talking about money. I'm not talking about success as far as title. I'm talking about living a life like it says here in verse three, being able to test and approve what God's will, his good and pleasing and perfect will, living a life according to your God-given purpose, your God-given meaning and calling, just like what we say is the mission of, of if, if nothing else. So my thing is, if I'm not surrounding myself around people, that are going to make me better in that area, I have to take inventory. And if I don't have people access to people, I'm going to find them. I'm the type of person that if I see somebody who has a quality that I want, whether it's in, in my career, whether it's within my, um, my, my wellness and working out, if I see somebody that's got what I want, I'm going to reach out to that person, ask if I can sit with them and say, Hey, how did you get to where you are right now? How do you have the mindset? How do you live this life that looks like you are just um, living this life for God, this attractive lifestyle that I, I just want, this attractive mindset that I just want in my life? Show me what you're doing. But it, it's not only a relationship with people. It's a relationship with God. My relationship, the way that I look at my trust in God shapes my perspective. 
in those moments that I kind of forget, that's when I'm at my worst. And I want to I read one more verse to you that, that speaks to me. And this is something that I, I always use and I always fall back on. I, I memorized this verse when I was 14 years old, and it, it still speaks to me today. James 1, verses 2 and 3 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. In the book, James, James says, when you face trials, not if, but when you go through life's challenges, be ready. And I love that because we all, all, all are going to deal with hard times, hardships. You may hear the, the seasoned saints always say, if you haven't dealt with a difficult situation, just keep on living. But that part right here where it says, consider it pure joy. What does that mean? How am I supposed to be happy when I go through something? How am I supposed to be happy when my mindset is trash and I'm and I can't I can't get out of it? What 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 is what does it mean by considering it pure joy? The Bible is not saying that you should leap up in 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 happiness when when somebody in your family gets sick or you lose your job or you've been dealing with depression during COVID. No, no, that's not what it's saying. It's saying you need to look at this as an opportunity to grow. Consider it joy as in the mindset is I'm going through something, but I'm going to get out of it. I'm going to grow from this. And I'll tell you what, I have learned more from the difficult times in my life than any promotion, than any birthday, than any celebration. When I was able to, when I'm able to reflect on what I've been through and where I am now, let me tell you that, that, that ability to see that growth is more fulfilling than anything I can think of. And it all stems back from a trust in God, a relationship with God. God, I know you've put this obstacle in my life for a reason, but I don't have to stay there. And that's what I want to encourage you here today. Some of you may have had a day like I had yesterday, but you don't have to stay there. You can pick yourself up. You can use some of these tools. And you know what? If you have other ways and other resources or ideas that help you renew your mind, I'd love to hear them. So please, please, I cannot wait to to talk to you, to have a moment of we can just dialogue. And if there's anything else that you would love to speak on in regards to this podcast, please let me know. I'm praying for you. I know that this moment in where we are in society is not easy. It's tough, but I'm here to let you know that you can make it through. And that if anything, if nothing else, that uh, if you continue to fill yourself up, even in your brokenness, you will be able to influence somebody else. All right, y'all. I am so excited for this next week. I hope it's productive. But most of all, I hope that you are available in helping somebody else grow. So God bless you. That's all I got for now. We'll talk next week.